Welcome to Monday Morning Homilist. I'm Father Manny Alvarez. And I'm Jorge Santibanez. Every Monday morning, we dive deeper into the previous Sunday's readings and homilies. And towards the end, we veer off to talk about life and definitely talk a little sports. Enjoy. Good morning and welcome to Monday Morning Homilus. This is Father Manny Alvarez. Jorge Santibanez is somewhere in the Disney Kingdom with his wife and children. So joining us this morning, it's an Izzy Monday. Good morning, everyone. I've she's, missed you. She's back because we've had her in purgatory over at the school. <laughs> oh, joyous. And my only day off, I'm here. So. But you were going to go to SoulCycle. Yes, afterwards. at 1030, which means I could been sleeping an extra hour but it's okay we're here to talk about you said i said i could do it later if you want no it's fine i'm just saying i forgive you all right we're we're starting the podcast (laughs) argument which is good (laughs) anyways we hope you had a great weekend and happy feast of saint joseph today Woo! we love we love you saint joey that's right we had usually it would be yesterday 19th of march but because it was a sunday it was today we'll talk about joseph later on in the podcast but today izzy yesterday we had the gospel of the man born blind and we had our catechumens, we did the second scrutiny, we had the rite of exorcism for the catechumens. That you forgot to say. I did not forget to say, I, I was confused. <laughs> I, something in the, in the ritual tripped me up, but I did, did get it in, didn't you I? You did get it in, yes. I did get it in. But anyways, man born blind, what do you got for us and all those notes that I see in front of you? Okay. Because you read yesterday at the Mass. Uh, yes, the first and second readings were amazing, and then the gospel just it made everything it made it made sense it all put it together you so, said what? before we get to that let's let's touch upon what the first and second readings are in case we forgot okay first reading was basically the calling of and the anointing of david as king mm-hmm. of israel when samuel goes to jesse's house and because god has led him there the prophet mm-hmm. samuel to choose from one of david's from one of uh, jesse's sons who's going to be the next king of israel now as these eyes are lighting up because, you know, the words that are used in the book of the prophet, the first book of Samuel is like, he finds seven very appealing young men, you know, <laughs> you know, strong and strapping and all that stuff. And I could see, is he sitting across here going, yeah, where, 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 where do I where find that? Now? Where do they find that in Bethlehem? So, so, but, but God says, you're looking through with, with the with eyes the of man, man and not. With the um, eyes of God? Not with the eyes of God. So today, you know, we, we, we tend to look at, and, and, and I said this in the podcast, and I'll continue to say it in the podcast, I think in tomorrow and Friday's episode, but, you know, judgment has been, at, you know, like a running theme throughout the readings and, and throughout my reflections on this podcast mm-hmm. during Lent. And so Samuel comes in, sees these seven strapping young men and say, okay, one of these has to be the next king of Israel, but it's not. Now... David, who's the youngest one, he asks, well, you know, do you have any more? Yes, I have my eighth child. And handsome in appearance, and ended up being the greatest leader that Israel ever had. So that was the first reading. The second reading is the one that you read. Yes. How was that one? And it was about being the light and to live as light of children. I'm looking at the reading now because I don't remember it off the top <laughs> of my head. And at the, at the end is what... I loved about the second reading. It says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. And we forget all... I, I'm one of those people that forget that we are the light of the world in this mm-hmm. world, and that's Jesus talking through us. And then the gospel, we see Jesus l- healing a blind man and then saying to him, I am the son of man. Like, I am speaking to you. And I got emotional. For what reason? I don't know. Yeah, you told me you got emotional. I don't know. I think it's just because when I was little, I always asked, I was so angry at God because all I wanted was to hug him and Jesus, as cheesy as it is. (laughs) But then you see it in the gospel and how Jesus talking to these people. I'm like, that's so cool. And yes, he talks to us. But I think back then they didn't know. But then he he just speaks. And as the, the, well, the blind man that now can see, was there a name they gave him? Or no, the man that was blind. The I man guess. that was blind. He's he started worshiping him after he said, "I am the son of man." Like that's, it was so simple back then. Now it's hard for people to see who Jesus is, and I think that's what 
um god calls us to be like how he called david how and on the second reading he calls us to be the light um the ways that people can see jesus through us so i mean there there's there is a lot to unpack here because mm -hmm. the second reading that, that you read and you read beautifully by the way thank you he says you were once darkness notice there's there's a word missing an article missing you would think that the, that the phrase would be, you were once in darkness. No. St. Paul tells the Ephesians, you were once darkness. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's like, oh, man, he's, he's hitting us hard. But now you are, you are light of the world. Not the light. You are light. Mm -hmm. You are light in the Lord. So live as children of light. For light produces every, good, every kind of goodness and righteousness and truth. Try to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the fruitless works of darkness. Rather, expose them. For it is shameful even to mention the things done by them in secret. But everything exposed by light becomes visible, for everyone that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. And that's why it's, what's so beautiful about that reading, because it kind of leads us beautifully into that gospel in which Jesus basically tells, I mean, he doesn't say arise as he would to a paralytic mm -hmm. or someone who is crippled, but basically raises this man from darkness into light. So what else you got? Because I, I went deep into it. I don't have you it with me uh, into St. Thomas Aquinas and St. Augustine. No, I have it. I oh my have God, it that my, was a really it. cool quote. No, I, but I have it. I have more or less committed to memory, but go ahead. Oh what, did, what did you write down? I want to see what I, your interpretation was. I don't, I don't was. know what I wrote. St. Aquinas, St. Thomas Aquinas, St. Thomas Aquinas, um, something, because you said it, and then it was a long quote. So it I was just, a long quote. Yeah. So you can maybe make it out of this. The right. mystical comes from the Father, and Jesus uses the soil from the earth and his holy word that is divine. So he combines the divine and the earth to make the clay. Not only he goes to Solium, which is the river, to wash it off, it's like baptism, the light, to being... The light out of the darkness. Right. So, yeah. So, this is what happens. And this is the great detail of yesterday's gospel. There, there's, the gospel is long, mm -hmm. 41 verses. It's almost the entirety of, if not the entirety of, it is the entirety of the chapter 9. Um, mm -hmm. Jesus, before he cures the blind, he's presented with a question. And this was something you would think would come from the fairies, but no, it comes from the disciples. They look at this blind man as they're, as they're in the temple. Okay, they ask him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Now, part of Jewish way of thinking back in Jesus' time, and, and I wrote in the bulletin yesterday, sometimes our way of thinking these days, is that if something bad happens to you, it's because God is punishing you for doing mm -hmm. something bad. Yeah. For sinning, which is not the case. But the Jewish people at the time thought that if you had an illness, if, illness, if you were blind, if you were crippled, if you had leprosy, if you had something... It was because of you were paying for either either your sins or the sins of your parents. They ask him, was it his sin or the sins of his parents? Because he was born blind. Obviously, you're born, you haven't sinned yet. So maybe it was the sins of the parents. Mm -hmm. well, Jesus is like, yeah, go away. You know, basically saying, yeah, it's, it's, it's neither. But to glorify God, to show that I am the light of the world, he says. He said, he, this is the detail that St. John gives us. He spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and smeared the clay on the blind man's eyes and said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he, the blind man went and washed and came back able to see. So to go, to, to go back to that quote of St. Thomas Aquinas, mm -hmm. and this is something that Aquinas, I guess, Borrowed from St. Augustine, and I borrowed from yeah. Aquinas yesterday, and you're, you know, we're all borrowing from each other. This is what's so beautiful about the church. In that, what came forth from the mouth of Jesus, the spit, that turned that the ground into clay. Okay, we, you know, yes. he's trying to make clay out of the ground. That's the word of God coming literally from the word of God. It's the divine. Now, he takes a clay, which is the corporal, from the earth, mm -hmm. the material. So he joins the divine and the human, the divine, 
you know, what is up, what is heavenly and what is earthly, he joins together to make something new. In other words, to give sight to the blind. Now, St. Thomas Aquinas takes that further. In other words, he says, he smears the, the clay on the blind man's eyes and says, go wash in the pool of Siloam. We'll get into what Siloam means in a second. Mm-hmm. He goes and washes. Now, St. Thomas Aquinas says, when he smears the clay on his eyes, he cannot yet see. So, in essence, he becomes a catechumen. Now, I had four catechumens mm-hmm. in front of me who were very attentive to what I was saying. So, this man goes in as a catechumen with his eyes filled with clay, goes into the pool of Siloam, washes the clay away, is now able to see. It's what's going to happen to these catechumens when they are baptized during the Easter Vigil, that they're going to go be submerged into these waters and come out filled with light. We, we hand them the baptismal candle from the Paschal candle. Says here, you're the light of the world now. So this man goes back. Now, I said we're going to come back to the, the Pool of Siloam, what that means. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Aquinas references this. Because it's, you know, it's a pool that means sent. When we are baptized, and when, obviously, when we receive the Eucharist, when we see the sacraments of initiation, we are sent out into the world. Mass means to go out. You know, we say it at the end of the Mass, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. We go out to evangelize. And this is what most of the people that Jesus cures go and do, and this is what Jesus wants this man to do, but he is prevented. How is he prevented? Because everyone keeps asking him, how can you see? Yeah. What? Who did this to you? And then the Pharisees, right? It's the ones questioning Well, for, the first it was, the ones that first question are, are his, his neighbors. His neighbors, yes, his neighbors. And they're like, well, what, what, what is, it, is this the guy that's blind or was it somebody? No, no, it's somebody <laughs> that looks like him. And so instead of like figuring, they take him to the Pharisees. Oh, what great friends, right? Awesome. And then they decided to go to his parents. His parents are like, he's of age. You can ask him. He, he, this, is, this is our son. He was born blind. But you can ask him. And then he says, I, what did he say? No, so the, the parents, they brought him in because mm-hmm. they want to verify this man was born blind. The parents are fearful, and St. John mentions this, because if they testify or give any inclination that, that Jesus is the, is the Christ, then they'll be expelled from the temple. Mm-hmm. So they say, yes, he was born blind, but you know what? Ask him himself. He's of age. Yeah. So when they do ask, he tells them not once but twice what happened to him. And you see the progression of the blind man's faith that... He doesn't. He says, when they asked him initially, "Well, who did this?" Well, that that G, that the man they call Jesus. Jesus. And then when they asked the Pharisees, asked him the first time, "Well, who did this? What do you think of him?" Well, he has to be a prophet. And then when he when they asked him a second time, "Well, what happened?" He goes, "This and and, and this one struck me. I don't know why it's never struck me before." He goes, "This is what amazes me. You know that I've told you this, but yet you still don't understand." What's going on? We, we, know, we know that God, and this is the blind man sp- uh, speaking, I don't know, I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know where he's from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if one is devout and does his will, he listens to him. It is unheard of that anyone ever opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he would not be able to do anything. So this really you know, upsets the Pharisees. So the Pharisees saying, you were born totally in sin. So the disciples' questions were answered in terms of the, the, the question they asked, but the Pharisees, not the answer yes. that Jesus would give them. So you were born totally in sin, and you're trying to teach us, and they threw, threw him out. Get out. You're out of here. Toss him from the game. What a nice people. Very nice people. And then our friend Jesus hears it. So this is what yeah. made you emotional. This encounter, and this is what this I encounter. harped on a lot yesterday. So go go on on this encounter with your bad that, self. This encounter <laughs> that he, <laughs> he Jesus asked him, "Do you believe you're this in the Son of Man?" Man answered, "Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him?" Jesus said, "You've never seen him. The one who's speaking with you is he." And then immediately he says, "I do believe," and he started worshiping him. Then Jesus said, "I came into the world for judgment, so that those who do not see might see, and those who might see become blind." Um. I love that 
encounter, like I said earlier, all I've ever wanted was to hug Jesus and have him face to face. Like, yes, so, we see him in the Eucharist so me, and we see him over the people. Let me ask you a question. So you were a little girl. Why, why this, this dream? And we're going to talk about dreams later on. We talk about St. Joseph. I don't know. I just thought you're going to, you're going to make me cry. Here we go. I don't know. There's no tissue. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I have a great life. I, like nothing, tra nothing traumatic, you, you know, have a great life. but I've always just wanted to just hug Jesus and then reading the like readings like this or when he cures people, like I I am actually really blind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. We're both really blind. So if Jesus can heal our blindness, like actual sight, that'd be great. But it's okay. But he heals us in others way in other ways that you told us that we're blind sometimes. From in, what? From Jesus, right? From sin? Mm -hmm. From sin. And at the end, you told us to go to confession so we can see and we can go into the the Easter season with with sight, with open eyes and an open heart. When I always think open eyes or open heart, I always correlate them because sometimes we might see, but do we actually do something? Do we actually feel something? Um, but Jesus, he's like, I, I'm here. You, and he calls us to worship him. So, so the 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 section of that gospel that Izzy's referencing. Mm -hmm. You know, they throw him out of the temple, and Jesus heard that they threw him out of the temple. Um, or they threw him from wherever they were. And Jesus looks for him, finds him. I mentioned not at the 1030 Mass, at the 1230 Mass. Jesus always finds those who are in the margin of society. This is something Pope Francis talks about a lot. Finds those who are outcast, finds those who are despised, finds those who are rejected, like this blind man. So Jesus finds him and says to him, do you believe in the Son of Man? Why is that question important? Son of Man is a very messianic title. Well, that's a very big word. Yeah. Okay. It is a title you first hear in the book of Daniel, in the Old Testament. And it's a title that you can't say in front of the Pharisees, you know, the title that refers to Jesus, refers to this Messiah that the Jews are longing for. So Jesus says, do you believe in the Son of Man? And the blind, the man who was blind, <laughs> to your point, says, who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? And this is the part that gets me. Jesus said to him, you have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. And then the man born blind says, I do believe, Lord. And he worshiped him. So he goes from that man named Jesus to he is a prophet to son of man to Lord, which now when you call someone Lord, he is worthy of worship, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to the man, to the son of God, especially when it comes to Jesus Christ. So not only does he say it, but he backs it up with his actions because he worships him. Now, Jesus goes off and says, I came into this world for judgment, so that those who do not might so those who do not might see, and those who do see might become blind. Now the Pharisees hear this. Ah, Lovely people. Who were with him, who were with him and heard this and said to him, Surely we are not also blind, are we? Because, you know, if the shoe fits. <laughs> Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. And now, and now you are saying we see. So your sin remains. It's the hubris. <laughs> I love the, Jesus. <laughs> don't we all? It's the hubris <laughs> of the Pharisees. It's like we got all the answers. We know everything. Now, it's a sin that we fall into sometimes as Catholics. That, yes, Catholic Church is the true faith. I, I, I'll never forget when my mother... One day, I don't know when it was, she was dropping me out because I went to public school my whole life, and we may have been talking in school about certain aspects of religion, not that we could talk about religion in school, but, you know, it would come up in literature class and things like that. And I remember my mother telling me one time, remember that all the truth only resides in the Catholic Church. Now, that's right, that's great, it's what we profess every Sunday during mm -hmm. the creed, but it could also lead us to hubris and this pride that we know everything. And we can become Pharisaic and look down on people. Oh, look at that person that's a sinner and, 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 and may not be a blind person. 
But let, let me tell you a story about a blind person. Okay, I remember that I was worried one Sunday in my last parish. You know, we had great people. In every parish, in every parish I've been at, it's people of God, they're great people, very serviceable people, but very zealous about the church and protecting the church, which is great. Okay? And I remember one, uh, one afternoon on a weekday, a friend of mine called me and says, listen, can you, uh, there, there's a friend of mine who's blind, uh, really needs to speak to a priest. Can you receive him? I go, sure, absolutely. Tell him to come on in. Now, an Uber driver dropped him off. And Izzy, you love dogs? The most beautiful white lab you have ever seen. Oh, man. With blue eyes. Aww. Okay? So this, uh, I mean, he's legally blind. because probably see something very minimal, mm-hmm. but needed a seeing eye dog. As an aside here, can I make a little side, you know, one? Sure. Okay. Those are the service dogs, okay? Izzy's <laughs> laughing because we're having a trouble in the school with people bringing in dogs. These are emotional support dogs. But we have children that are allergic to dogs. We have, you know, and dogs may bite children. It's a lot, whatever, okay? But I'm just saying, those are service dogs, okay? I'm not demeaning those of you that have emotional support dogs. God bless you, okay? But the the, the OGs of the of the... I'm cracking Izzy up this morning. The OGs of service dogs are the seeing eye dogs. Anyways, I regret. I digress. Okay. So you <laughs> yes. see the most beautiful white beautiful lab. white lab. You know I'm not a dog person, but I can appreciate a, a good, a beautiful dog. So this dog comes in with this young man. And we go sit in my office, and when we go sit in my office to talk, this white lab, literally, you know, the young man sits down. You know, and 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 this dog quietly just lays on the floor and backs up under his owner's seat, and you couldn't hear a peep out of him. Didn't sneeze. Didn't do anything else. Didn't like you know sometimes they go you know something like that. Was that good? You know, yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to make Izzy laugh this morning. Okay, so and it was great. And so during the point during. The, the course of the conversation, I said, I invited him to Mass that weekend. And this is the trepidation I had. I goes, oh, he's invited him to Mass with this dog. The dog's, uh, I'm forgetting the dog's name. It was a girl, it was a girl dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, the girl's, uh, it was named Posh, as in Posh, Posh Spice. Is- yeah, so the, the, wherever we got there, they had named the, the dog Posh. Okay. I think I, what, what are the names of the spice? Never mind. That's it was, not, it was named. Uh, yeah, it was named after one of the spice girls. Okay, because cool. okay, it was a girl dog, beautiful dog. So I'm worried. I'm worried. Oh my goodness! Some of my ushers can be a little too uh, abrasive. May not let the, the the young man to the church with with the dog. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the sacristy vesting, so I don't know what's going on in the front of the church. And when I get to my chair, he was sitting in the first pew in front of my chair. Mm. And dog was lying down on the aisle right there. Didn't say a peep. Afterwards, the young man tells me, the ushers are so welcoming. They saw me with with, with Posh, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going with Posh, and just let me in, and they were so welcoming, and, and thank you for, for welcoming the parish. See, th- that's what kind of a church we need to be. Okay, a church that welcomes the blind, the church that welcomes the crippled, the church that welcomes the homeless, the church that welcomes those who are on the margins. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they need the dog is going to be besides the point, but, okay, <laughs> you see what I'm saying is that yes. the Pharisees were very intransigent when it, came to, when it came to, we cannot allow sinners to be around us or even dictate to us mm-hmm. who the Son of Man is. Yeah. Okay, and that's what's going on. You know, he's saying he's a prophet. Oh, you, you're telling us, and 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 then the blind, the man born blind, is telling him, you know, what do you guys want to be as disciples? Well, no, we're disciples of Moses. <laughs> Chill. Okay. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Yeah. So, what else you got there in in your notes that made you um, uh, emotional? Because I went off. Then I went off on confession towards the end of the homily. Yeah, that that was it. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, that was it. Um, do I have that? Do we see? Do we see clearly? Sin makes our vision busy. 
I don't even know what that word is. Wow, my handwriting's awful today. Um, to clean our glasses, that we need to go to confession and admit why. Um, <laughs> she's she's so yeah, that, trying so hard. It. Yeah, because everything else is like personal, like little prayers that I write. So. No, it's it, that's good, and I, and like I said, every time Izzy's on the podcast, and it's something that Matthew Kelly, the great lay, lay preacher, says, you know, it's good to if you don't bring a journal to mass, you know, do to, it. it. It's good. Try it. But if you don't do it, you know, take a word with you. Mm-hmm. Take a word with you that speaks to you. Or a phrase, or you may, there may be a verse in the Bible that you could go look up when you get home, and that could be something that stays with you mm-hmm. for the rest of the week. Now, we talked about Joseph at the, at the Joey, <laughs> my man. Today usually would have been yesterday, which is the nineteenth of March, but the church moved it to today because Sunday is more important. So we celebrate Saint Joseph, and Izzy, this is what I talked about this morning in my homily because. We, re- we read the story of Joseph from the beginning of the Gospel of Matthew that Joseph, only took being a just man, only took Mary into his home after the angel appeared to him in a dream. Mm-hmm. So I made the parallel to Joseph from the Old Testament from the book of Genesis, the master dreamer, the son of Jacob, his favorite son, and all his brothers were jealous of him. So both of them were dreamers. Yes. You know, jo- you know Joseph in the Old Testament had more dreams than interpreted dreams. Joseph obviously has a dream from the angel saying, do not be afraid to take Mary into your home, or this is what's going to happen. He's going to give birth to Jesus, who is the son of God. And Joseph you know, also is warned in a dream to go out into Egypt to, to flee from Herod, who's out to kill the innocents. So my point in the homily this morning was, do we dream big when it comes to the spiritual life, like St. Joseph? Like, mm-hmm. for example... You could dream big, and I'm going to use Izzy as an example. She's in front of me, and I can pick on her, okay? You know, Izzy, you know, like she said, she has a great life, and I could testify to that. She has amazing parents, great family, okay? A great group of friends, is always in church, you know, and she she's great. Now, Izzy, you know, close her eyes and, and, and dream of one of those strapping young men that is described in the Bible <laughs> to come and, and sweep her off her feet. And and take her off to it would be nice to you know take her off and live in a penthouse in New York where she could go watch Broadway plays every day. Anyone in their mid twenties Catholic single live in New York? Let me know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so now we're using Monday morning homilies <laughs> as personal ads. Here we go. George Lee's and this is what we reduce the podcast to. He's gonna be he's gonna he's when he hears this later today when he's, he's driving like, from Disney he's gonna be like again. what? <laughs> okay, so continue. so so let's say Izzy has this dream. So the dream is. She has a beautiful penthouse, big deluxe apartment in the sky. I dated myself. Where's that from? Uh, I don't know. The Jeffersons. Come on. I'm, I'm dating sorry, myself. I'm sorry. sorry. So she and Ezzy loves Broadway, so she could go see, you know, Josh Groban on Sweeney Todd. Aaron and she and, 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 and she and see Aaron Tevin in, New, in Moulin Rouge and go see Leah Michelle and what's the other one? Julie Benko and yes, I got her, I got the Benko. name right. And every time there's a premiere, she goes to the premiere and all that stuff. So it's a big dream, right? It's a huge it's dream. It's a huge dream. Now the reason I say that is, can we apply those dreams to the spiritual life? Yes. How? What would be an example of that? Um. Wow, I really am. Well, I don't know. I'm talking about my past. Um, Sister Rosemary, great boss, great principal, awesome, awesome nun. She started this during morning assembly, saying, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And we will reply, "A saint." So little Izzy, up until maybe sixth grade, would actually believe I would become a saint. And then I started... Not too late. <laughs> yeah, it's not too late. But like reading the saints' lives, learning more about the saints starting in middle school, you realize how hard it is. So then my dream, spiritually, is to get to heaven. Obviously, like everyone Should else. We all, all we, we all need... Not need? Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah, we all need... We need to try to get to heaven. And of course, like sometimes we're blind. Our vision's blurry. But then at the end, heaven, you're with Jesus, you're with the saints, you're with all your loved ones. Heaven is our goal. Heaven's our goal. Mm -hmm. And I think, I don't know, and I'm going to ask you a question. Is that the biggest dream that we can get spiritually? Is there anything bigger? No. Is there? I mean. Like heaven? Eternal life? There's nothing bigger. Okay, cool. There's no greater prize. That is true. Okay. There is nothing bigger. There is no greater prize. In other words, now, that is the ultimate dream. Now. Before that, 
while here on this mm-hmm. earth, okay, what big dreams do we have in order to make that Happen. big dream a reality? And that's the day-to-day. Yeah. Saying, you know what? I dream of being able to... I'll give you an example. That happened to me last week. I was having a talk with my church director. And we were talking about retreats and things like that. And, and I had seen an advertisement for, you know, you know Ignatian retreat. The, the Jesuits do is a 30-day retreat. So I walk into Jorge's office, okay, which is right behind the studio. And I ask my compadre, okay, who is my right hand, my confidant, all that. And I, and I, and I had texted him when I was on the way, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and I, want, and, I, and I want your unfiltered, honest response. And he goes, oh, this should be good. What is it? He goes, wait, I wanna, I, I wanna, I'm walking to the office. I want to see your face when you tell me. And I ask him, Jorge, do you think that your pastor and compadre and friend can, can go on a 30-day retreat? Jorge did not hesitate. He says, no. <laughs> why are you laughing? Because it's true. You wouldn't be able to go on a But well, why? It, um, what are the reasons why I couldn't go on a 30-day thi- silent Ignatian retreat? Silent. Okay. I've done that before. 30 days. Done. I mean, I haven't done 30 days. I've done the most I've done consecutively is five. No technology. Five. That's the problem. No learning about yeah, what's happening. Exactly. I'm just that that's the part that no Monday morning homeless. I'll have to be on it with George. No, we usually it would be during the summer. We usually are on hiatus during Never the mind then. No, but I'm saying no, you could do it with George. I don't care. Okay, cool. George, By the way, for, for the record, <laughs> you know, I've never missed an episode. Jorge's missed several. I'm just saying. You know, that I never is missed, true. You know, I'm just he could. You all could do it without me. I mean, if I'm I'm gone. I'm, I'm insane. George, we have to do uh, an episode just George and Izzy. Thank okay, you. so may <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> have Father Andrew chaperone you guys. Mm, so, but 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 but, but, but again, the disconnecting part, the thirty day retreat. But it is a spiritual dream of mine to do it. The p- hard part is not just the disconnecting; is maybe. Uh, because it's just you and Jesus and silence. See, the silence doesn't worry me. Mm, I love works. silence. I hate silence. No, sweetheart, come on. Every single day when you come out of that sc- that school <laughs> with screaming kids, you just want quiet. That is true. Okay. That is so true. So you've learned that you know yes. as you get older to embrace silence. Oh, yes. And embrace Not the gift my name of silence. Exactly. Every twenty. Mr. Nella. Mr. I'm gonna miss them. Yeah, you are. So, so the silent part is not what I have a problem with, mm. but it's. You know, yes, the disconnecting, and then it's like, okay, there's, wow, it's just me and Jesus, and getting into retreat. Now, my spiritual director, who has more faith in me than I do, said, I, you, you could totally do it. I go, and if you don't want to do 30, do the eight-day retreat. Like, we, we do a five-day retreat. I'm going on one next, uh, in two months, which is not silent. It's with other priests, and, you know, and it, it, it's good. It's we, we have times of silence, but it's not completely silent friend. where you don't talk the only one you talk to when you do a silent retreat is your the spiritual director of the, of the retreat or when you go to so confess and obviously when 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 you go to mass and say the prayers and, yes. and sing but it is a sp- that, and so therein there is a spiritual dream okay that that's an example of one and my my dre and <laughs> you know and little izzy here do not think that father manny can do this you know, I feel like doing it just to prove everybody wrong. Do it. I, I don't know where I could find it. Sweet, it's 30 days. I say, ah. peace out. And I have, I'm have i taking you to France this this summer for a pilgrimage. You know, the parish. You know, I, that's already 15 days. I'm like, peace out. I'm going to be gone for 45 days. I don't know if I can do that. I'm thinking about it, but we'll see. Do it. We'll see. Anyway, so <laughs> that's St. Joseph. And uh, what are, you know, when you think of Joseph, is he? What are the attributes, the qualities, that the things that come to mind when you think of as you say Joey? Go. I love you say Joey. when you say Joey. I think of Joey Tribbiani from Friends. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. How you doing? You know <laughs> Joseph, man. Come on, respect I, for the guardian of the church. I Go love ahead. Saint Joey. He. I started. Lo- I started appreciating him more when one of my. Oh, I just broke my pen. When one of my friends at the time, her dad was passing away, and we learned how St. Joseph is the patron of a peaceful death. Happy death. Happy death. Ha- happy death. Mm-hmm. And we started praying this, this why, little book. Why is that? Oh, I... Because Joseph was blessed when he died to have Jesus and Mary at his side. Oh, okay. Well, no, that makes me... Really so you started praying... 
I don't know, this little book that she had that she found and every day before we got to school, it was like books to St. like prayers to St. Joseph and I don't know what it was. And I just started connecting with him and then unfortunately my friend's dad passed away and we were all at peace. Like my friend and I, we were at peace with it that he he was reunited with with his with his dad and with Jesus and with all the saints and but Saint Joseph is such a loyal, quiet man, like so trustworthy. And he he took in Mary and Jesus. Like to be a dad, it's hard being a parent. I it's I I can tell you that my parents. I, I'm if I ask him how is it to be a parent to me and my sister, like it's hard. But Joseph took it. Joseph took Jesus and showed him the works and. And made him the man that he is. Like who and else? Who it. else would do it? And that's it, right there. He was chosen. Like who, mm-hmm. I think, I, who said it recently? That after, like he, he's just a holy, holy man. Was it you that said it in mass? I don't know what. Something about Joseph. I don't remember. It was a few weeks ago. Like after Mary, it's Joseph. Like this holiest saint. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it is because you know you think of Joseph and you think you 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 said all the attributes quiet. Just, you know, model for Jesus, mm-hmm. raise Jesus. But now we think of him as a great intercessor. The Carmelites trust Joseph so much. Sister Rosalie has a beat-up old statue of St. Joseph, little statue of St. Joseph in, in her office, and every time she needs something, she just places a, the intention, writes it down, mm-hmm. put, puts it under the statue. And and that's, and we have to, you know, the George has it on, I think it's on his water bottle. Go to Joseph, eat at Joseph. Mm-hmm. You know, to, in other words, when we need something, and it's the model for fathers. You know, so we we celebrate fathers. We celebrate your wonderful father. Love who love Chubbs. So he's an amazing, amazing human being, and does so many great things, and and takes care of our little <laughs> Izzy here, and and obviously, you know, Jorge, who's Marcom you know, our friend and compadre and an amazing father as well. And we pray for all the fathers today yes. as we celebrate St. Joseph. But to bring it back to yesterday's homily, because Joseph, like I said, is a great intercessor and a great model of being just. Mm-hmm. So, and if we want to dream big in the spiritual life, then we have to dream big and and get out the stuff that blinds us and have, have Jesus physically... You know, go in there and say, I'm, I'm going to wash this away. And how do we do that? What's the sacrament we go to? Confession. That's right. So literally, when Nizzy walked into my office right before we came to the studio to do the podcast, I was writing up the examination, you know, an examination of conscious yes, to put in uh, the bulletin this weekend. It's going to go in the bulletin. Read it. Study it. We're going to publish all the times for confession before Holy Thursday. Go into the tritium. Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, Easter. Go into the tritium, having made a good confession, and ask Saint Joseph for guidance. Mm-hmm. Joseph, just like he guided Jesus and Mary, he always guides the church. So today, we go to Joseph, and Joseph will take us to Jesus, Jesus. who will open our eyes. Mm-hmm. So, any last words before we finish the segment off? What do you got? Mm-hmm. She's just emotional. Yeah, that's it. She, she always finishes <laughs> off. So to recap, we talked about the blind man. We talked about confession. We talked about Joseph. And Izzy uses as a personal ad to try to get, you know, the seven strapping sons of Jesse. So, or one someone, will be great. Or, you know, just <laughs> ate them one up. of the seven. You know, because I'm, th- I'm reading this. I'm reading this. I'm looking at you. Going, oh, you would want one. Of, you know, that's what you want. But. I remember that I, I walked out of mass today, and I and I use the word "dream big." And every single person, almost every single person, as they walked out of mass, they "Father, I love that. Dream big, dream okay. big, dream big." When it comes to the spiritual life, and it's something that we should do during Lent, as we think about how it is that we're going to get to heaven. In order to do that, we definitely have to dream big, and for that, we go to Joseph. running back wow 
That's your fiance's boy. Exactly. It's yeah, a no-brainer. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> that guy just no, but just no. Get out of here. <laughs> what was that last night? Oh yeah, the madness is here. The madness is here. Not only basketball, we have Father Andrew and Ashley in the house. March madness to the fullest. You know, I told myself, next year when I do a bracket, I'm not even putting any effort into sitting there and trying to do... Uh, And you didn't put any effort (laughs) when I saw... Okay, Father, yours is much better, my friend. (laughs) I know. (laughs) All right, so can can, can we start off... All right, can we start off by just doing this like I said we were going to do... All right. Let's oh just, man, there's this bracket. Yeah, just just throw this out. In shambles. How we how we doing? And uh, how are you how doing, we Father? Do, I don't care about the bracket because the Canes are in the Sweet Sixteen. That's, That's what's most about. important. Last second night, second year in a row, never done that before. We've never so. done that before, but it just shows. You and I were debating this last night. Somebody, uh, it was it was Kenny Smith on the CBS set said, you know, Jim Laranega has turned UM into an ACC basketball blue blood. In other words. No. You said no, but when I'm saying blue you blood, at, you got to win a championship at least I, no, one to be a blue I, I, blood. No, I agree. I agree with you. But they've in only terms won of, the conference twice ever. Right, and can we say we're the only ACC team left? You believe that we have five yeah. Sweet Sixteen trips, and four of them are with Jim. Jim, so the other one way. was 2000 with Je- Leonard Hamilton, and he, we, we hung that banner like it was a championship banner. But he, uh, Jim Laranega, has been certainly the best hire in the Miami Athletic Department since yes. Bush Davis. That's not even close. Wow, that's that that's deep. And I, 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 if Jorge were here, I think he'd agree with you. I mean, I can't speak to some of the lesser-known sports. I don't follow them. But but Katie, the, the was big Katie ones. Meyer hired after Butch Meyer? Katie Meyer has not won as much as Jim. No, but, but Katie Meyer has always had a solid. Ba- I mean, they go to they they would go to the tournament. The Lady Canes would go to the tournament more than the the, the male Canes. Yeah, I'm just saying. So, uh, but yes. So the Canes yesterday put a whooping. On Indiana. Uh, and, yeah, there were runs. And Indiana took the lead uh, early in the second half, briefly. And, and everybody showed up. Ashley was asleep during all this, I which was is rare. because St. John's didn't even make the NIT, but we're in negotiations with a new coach. So I'm already thinking you, You're thinking Rick year. Patino? Oh, it's happening. He's there right He's now. Right. It's, it's and get this. Lou Carnesecca gave his blessing to for Luca, Rick Pitino's hire. I, I he's saw, 90. He, I was going to say, is Luke Karnasek still alive? I, I knew you were going to say that. He's wow. alive and kicking. He's very well. So he gave his blessing as wow. Rick Pitino could be his last stint as a you know head coach, and it's looking like. So and I'm already thinking a, next year. Now, Rick Pitino doesn't, doesn't, rec- doesn't have a good track record in, in, in the garden. Yeah, I'm with the Knicks. Saying, the Knicks was like, But Iona, was... he's done well with Iona. Iona is a program that he put back in the map, so yeah. he would be a really great fit uh, for St. John's. But going this year with the tournament, I thought Marquette. I said, you know what? Let me So did Big Jorge. East. So did Jorge. Yeah, but so looking at the Big East, you still have Crane. He may not be here, but we're going to throw him under the bus. And, and <laughs> You still have Crane and Xavier in for the Big East. So that's that's obviously a pull. Not until Miami takes Xavier out. Oh, that is true. Miami, well, first of all, Miami has to take Houston now, which is we'll the top seed. We'll get them. Oh, no, no, wait. Father Andrew's believing because he a week ago he was like, I don't I don't trust this team. Well, because Miami hadn't played a good – before this game yesterday, they hadn't played a good game since the first half of four State. Your, your pick was in the beginning, got who you say oh, going all God. the way. Father Andrew I had Arizona. we're not talking about the bracket. No, he had Arizona, but in his defense, Everybody had Arizona. the last bracket the, – the, the, the last draft before I finalized my bracket <laughs> was – <clears throat> excuse me, was Arizona. Yeah. And then I was like, I looked through all the expert picks and all that, and, and none of them. No one. had. They had them going to the Final Four, but none, not one expert. And I saw like 47 different, not brackets, but they, they had ESPN like 47 experts and their Final Four. Yeah. So I just breezed through them, and none of them had Arizona. Arizona's not the same team as they were last year. They don't have Coloca, who was a big part of their team. Um, but people did project them, and one team that people projected to get knocked out early, who's still fighting, is UCLA. I yeah, like wow. I like Tiger Campbell. I, I think like Tiger the Campbell. winner of that game, UCLA Gonzaga, is going to be they're going to tight in the final. Yeah, final. And I good. think Alabama, <coughs> as much as I can't stand it, that they could be that good in two sports. Uh, yeah, that's Alabama's always hard for me. To... Alabama's got a road. That's who I picked. 
and and the, yeah. and they're just vile. I mean, they're murderers. <laughs> I enjoyed the game last father. night. Fairly Dickinson, who none of you, well, okay, Father Andrew knew where Fairly Dickinson was because you are from I Jersey. Did not. I had, I knew Father Manny had no idea, nope. so I had to school him on that. Fairly Dickinson is in. How many kids do they have in that school? Twenty seven hundred. Get out! It's a very small. School. And none of them were on campus during the. Game. No, it was. I. I yeah. fa- after that that night, Father and I were watching. Friday and by the way, Thursday and Friday Plus night. Sports. It's it's the best two days of basketball of the year because you have the Cinderellas, you have the buzzer beaters, you mm-hmm. have the upsets. The first two games, the first two games came down to the Crazy. buzzer on Thursday. It was amazing. So Father and I are sitting there the, the night that Fairleigh Dickinson beats Purdue. Yes. And Purdue first team to lose to a thirteen to fifteen and a sixteen. They're disastrous. Well, come on. So but, let me check on them. So we'll see. Now, we I I they kept, I kept seeing pictures tweeted out. He, reporters, I guess, went from New York, mad dash, to this campus to find it it's completely empty. And I'm like, and I go, let's go live. No. And I show Father Andrew this picture. We're both laughing. These poor kids, they're home for spring break and yeah. we're probably here in Florida like Same everybody else. Same with Princeton, too. I mean, they showed Princeton's library, which was filled because obviously that's okay. an Ivy Lake school. But oh, they stay you know, home. it's. It's interesting. It's so it's great to have, or it was great to have two Jersey schools still in it. Now Princeton, who would have thought Princeton a lone survivor in March Madness? So amazing to see. Before that. we get to the standings in 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 this the STS COTLF you know pool, oh, yeah. who after seeing a four days of of the tournament, who do you think uh, is playing the best basketball? I'm biased. I like Xavier. I'm a really? Big, I'm a Big East girl, so I like Xavier. Although San Diego State has been interesting. Well, to I'm watch. talking about realistic champion. I mean, and not because it's my pick, but Alabama's looked very good. Mm-hmm. Houston has looked well. Houston had a little trouble there with. Uh, Houston's losing to Miami, so don't worry about it. Okay, so oh. Father Andrew's on board. I, I like this, Father Andrew. Man. He was putting on, and he was being excoriated by our staff, by Yvonne and <laughs> and and my and Marilena on Thursday. He's like, no, Miami. I don't know. And they're like, Father, don't put that out in the air. Well, mm-hmm. but then and then they turned around and played one of their worst wins of the year. That was that it was because round. it was because Drake went cold but in the last no five such minutes. Thing is a worst win, right? If you're it's winning, survive and your, advance. When you're playing bad, you might as well. You know, that's good stuff. It's survive and advance. So, um, so neither of you have your championship picks. No, I'm my one other bracket. I have a uh, Gonzaga, but that's a different bracket. So that I mean. The thing is, I yeah, I thought I had them losing last night, but no, I had them. I had I had them winning. I'm losing in the next round. I had Creighton winning, but okay, uh, Lily Lance, and uh, I don't know who the other person is. The other person that has Kansas, but Lily Lance, our, our school receptionist, is leading the the pool, and we have Anna Cairo. She's in fourth. <laughs> uh, we have Coach has actually Coach uh, Sarita has the most. Uh, points available to him, and he has Houston winning the whole thing. And um, Marilena has love Hurricane, but she picked Gonzaga. Cause you know why? Because she likes the name. Why? She likes saying that word. That's okay. what she told us. <laughs> so uh, you both had uh, both had Marquette. Uh, sorry, you both. Uh, I had Marquette. Father no, had fa- father had Arizona, Arizona, but no, I'm saying Jorge had Marquette. There's one person keeping me from the bottom. It's Natalie Gonzalez, our registrar. Director of Missions is keeping you from the... And, Thank you, Natalie. And, by the way, great name, because her name is Natalie Gonzalez, and and, and she put Nat gone win, and I'm saying, oh, Natalie Gonzalez is going to win. No, it's not going to win. She had to explain it to me. Father, oh! See, you see, yes. Natalie's clever. She's very smart. She's very clever. Come on. All right, so that's March Man. It's, it's just great basketball. Uh, Friday night was... It was Thursday afternoon and Friday night, because Thursday night and Friday morning are a little chalky. Uh, you know, Father, I, I use the word chalk several times. He's like, what are you talking about? It means that when things go the way we're supposed to go. Is that a gambling term? No, it's it's just that chalk. Okay, because that would explain why I don't know about it. No, it, no, but you did send me a gambling reference this morning. The bad beat from last night. Because well, that was funny. Oh, Gonzaga, who, who, they were playing... Um, TCU. TCU. Okay, so TCU is losing is losing by, by five or six? Six. By six. And the, with and the 0.7 seconds to go, and Gonzaga makes a free throw. And why are you fouling? Whatever. Gonzaga makes a free throw, so they have to inbound it under the basket. Mm. So I'm thinking, okay, but it's 0.7 seconds. Let's say heave the ball down the, the, the floor. What do they do? You, you played basketball. You've coached basketball, Ashley. What do you do when you don't want to start the clock, when you inbound it? 
You don't touch the ball. No, you let it roll. They let the, they no basically bowled the ball down. Somebody picks it up at ah. mid court, heaves it towards the basket, and there are betters all over Vegas whose heads were exploding. Mm-hmm. Scott Van Pelt, you know, uh, Stanford Steve, all the gambling degenerates on ESPN and, and on the internet are going. That is an all timer. Oh, that is. I mean, that's when even if you don't have money, you're like, wow, you feel bad that someone had. You know, Gonzaga four and a half. And yeah. 0.7 seconds left. You're ready. You're ready to make a dash to the to the ticket counter. And we do not endorse gambling on Monday morning quarterbacks. We do not. Okay. I'll so, tell you who I like. I like uh, Fairleigh Dickinson's coach. He's such a humble man. Um, I'm for you, that kid doing the dunk at the end. So disrespectful. Yeah, but you know, they're uh, kids. he's a kid. What, what about muscle do? man? The coach from Alabama goes and ah, shirt like Cole Hogan. No, no, he tore it. No, no, he didn't tear it. No, he didn't tear. He didn't tear it off. He took it completely off. <laughs> you know, that's why that that was the source that that Father Manny and I have been talking all week about how we wish coaches would put suits back on on the side. Yes. yes, on the bench. Mike Woodson, yes, your friend of that. Used that to, he put he yes. has a UCLA coach has a. It. You should put, put a suit on. on. I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, no one did. But that's what's great about the tree. You have all these characters. Uh, there were two, yeah. We don't have a mute button here or a drop button, but there were two. Bad words said on live television yes. last night, and I'm like, okay, we're get, we got into that. But it was late. It's on cable. Oh. What are you do? But that's what it brings out so much colorfulness. Speech. Speaking of of colorfulness, the World Baseball Classic has been amazing. Uh, the best. It's been great. You've got you you went to what game? I went to Dominican Republic, Nicaragua last Monday. How how that must have been Latin? It was amazing. I I'm a huge supporter of the Dominican baseball team. My favorite current baseball players play on that team: Sandy Alcantara. Rafael Devers, Juan Soto, and in the beginning they were favored to win. On paper, yeah, no, they are I, the best I, team. I, I'm, on I paper. was shocked that Venezuela beat them. So, so badly. we went on Monday because it was not looking good for them, and I'm glad because after that, obviously Puerto Rico knocked them out. Venezuela was also the underdog that was kind of supposed to sneak and in. They and, went undefeated in group play. Yeah, and they had a, a great team as well. Um, my second favorite team I wanted to win was Italy. They had a nice little run under Mike Piazza. This girl, she's listed two teams and hasn't listed her home country. <laughs> and then USA. Okay. And so with the USA team, um, Mookie Betts, so you know that was the biggest mistake the Red Sox ever made. Well, after the Babe Ruth, yeah, seriously, come on. So seeing no, that. but 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 father, the, the you I'm look at it, they've made a hundred years worth of mistakes. No, but I'm saying, but fan? but if you if you go mistakes the Red Sox made, obviously selling Babe Ruth and then number two has to be Mookie. trading Mookie Betts when you have the money. You print money in Fed. I mean, I still think maybe mistake number two they made was, you know, Buckner not putting the glove down. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, I'm talking about yeah. op- front office moves, but yes. I think we need to talk about the injuries with the Royal Baseball Classic. Obviously, no, we also had Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz, and then and Altuve. Was, and, and that was so, and then Altuve broke his fingers on. That's two top guys in the MLB. But so, I don't think anything. I thought things were going to change, but the players don't want it. That could happen in spring training. I it know. does happen, happen in it spring does happen training. So, do teams now moving forward? Hold back their main players. It, 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 it depends. It Maybe it may have to go in their contract if they want the big bucks. You can't play in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. Because Mike Trout didn't play in the last one. That's why he's enjoying this one so much. But yeah. can we say something, Team USA? Okay. Last night they beat Cuba. That was expected. Yeah. They trounced Cuba. We won't yeah. get into the politics or anything no, of that. No. Okay. <laughs> Which is Jorge was all fired up about that, but he's not here this morning. But. The real test was on Saturday night when we played Venezuela. Who's been hot? Yes. And they have great. Great players. You have Acuna. You have Miggy. Yeah, well, Miggy didn't play. Didn't, I know. Didn't play, but you, but you have these great players that you see on Pablo. MLB rosters. Yeah, pa- Pablo, Pablo Lopez. Pablo Lopez, who was probably going to pitch last night, but Salvador, didn't get. Salvador, Salvador, Salvador Diaz, Diaz was was was, Diaz, was killed. Us. And we, here we are. We're losing. We we get up to it. We put three spot up on the first inning, on the backs of Mookie Betts and Mike Trout, and and Mike Trout and Mookie Betts didn't do anything the rest of the game. And up comes Trey Turner with the bases loaded in the eighth inning. And Venezuela, every time they did something, and it was loud in there. Loser Rise, who was signed by the Marlins. Two home run game. You know, accounted for half the R- half the uh, half the RBIs of that Venezuela had. Played a great game. I go, yeah, I want that on the Marlins. Absolutely with our hometown team. And Trey Turner, a great American. Salute to you, my friend. The new shortstop of the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. A world champion already with the Washington Nationals. And 
Did he? Uh, he was with the. Was he with the Dodgers last year? Who was he with this year? Last year, Dodgers. Yeah, the Dodgers. So, but now with the Phillies, I'm like, man. And that not last night he hits two more. Yeah. How about that? He likes. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't do that in regular season. Not, I don't need him us. destroying our Marlins all year round. Now that he, we know he can hit in Lone Depot Park. Talk about the Marlins. No. Oh, I'm ready for it. All right, so opening day coming so, up. So, so we talked about injuries, spring training. The Marlins are getting out, even though they, I think they won yesterday. They're getting outscored like two to one. It's concerning. I mean, it's it's like bad. It's concerning. It's bad. I mean, mind you, they had players that went to the classic, but uh, who really went to the classic? Segura, uh, Segura, Sandy, pa, uh, Sandy, uh, uh, Arise. Uh, I want a, a couple more, but yeah, I want to I want to fire up Father Andrew here because how are your Yankees doing? How are Yankees doing there? In, well, in... so I haven't paid much attention to spring training, but I know this is very simple. I'm just going to quote Denny Green: "The Marlins and the Yankees are who we thought they were." But this is spring That's training. Means nothing. No, I'm telling you right now. But I'll, nothing changed with the hot, Yankees hot from last take, year. Hot take for the for the season right now. <laughs> Yankees not better than the Astros. No, get pummeled again this year. Marlins I, not on paper. I mean, unless I mean, uh, Marlins. I'm not even gonna. They no. they will not be the worst because team in the division because you have the Nationals. But you never uh, know. Th- there'll be a fight. There'll be a fight. Yeah, but oh there'll goodness. be a fight. Don't sleep on the Marlins. I I I mean, this is me. I don't sleep Marlins. on the Marlins. The Marlins sleep on themselves, and they sleep on. You know. I'll tell you who is sleeping. Who I'm very getting very concerned about are the Miami Heat. I'm getting so uh, concerned. That was my next. That was my next thing in the rundown. Uh, talk, so. You want to fire me up? I'm telling you, we are not the same. We won team. last night, even though we were getting the worst team in the league. The worst I, team in the league. I know. I, I was like, seventeen we're, wins. We were down double digits late. This is a problem. We were not the same team as we were in the first half of the season. Where I don't think we're gonna automatically make the playoffs. And if you look at our team on paper, we are the same team as we were last year, minus PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. Tucker. Minus yeah, PJ Tucker. With the, the same with the Yankees. But then you go inside, Kevin Love. You go inside and Cody Zeller, you know, you have these two guys who are supposed to be great additions to our team, and we're struggling. We're struggling, we're struggling, we're struggling. Bam wants to be aggressive one day, not the other day. You know, Max Drews, he'll hit 20 points one day on the threes, and then the next day he's like one for 14. Tyler Hero, there's a lot of problems. Kyle Lowry, Victor Lindipo, that's the only one who I've been really pleased with. Victor Lindipo has great games the last few games, but beyond that, I'm worried about the Heat. It, I, we're not gonna make. We're not gonna have a nice run in the playoffs this year. We're not gonna make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm so upset about losing against the Celtics last year. We're not making the Eastern Conference Finals this year, and it's disappointing because we are the same team as we were last year. Not everyone got per se better in the league, in the conference, but what? I'm I'm worried about the Heat. I'm very worried about. I am worried too. Uh, Tyler came up with a big three yesterday, and but we need Ty- we need that Tyler on a consistent basis. Uh. Bam needs to play more consistently. You know, Jimmy is there every night, and Jimmy turns into playoff Jimmy. We need playoff Jimmy now. Uh, we need to go on a run. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, look we have up the, the wait. I'll tell you who we have. We have the Knicks on Wednesday, we and we have the, the Nets I, on we, Saturday. We need to beat both those teams both if we want to make. We want to make a run. We're over you know, three at against the six seed because no, right now good. we are currently uh, we're currently one game back of Brooklyn for the six seed. So it's not unattainable. It's not we're, good. We're not going to get the fifth seed. We're we're four and a half back from the not on the good. next. Not on uh, three and a half on the next. But Brooklyn, you have to be Brooklyn. You have to. You have to be Brooklyn. Saturday home, and then Wednesday is the Knicks home. And the Knicks have destroyed us this year. I went there. We went. You um, went to the garden. The you, garden. The god. Yep. Uh, Tyler Hero missed that three. They lost. The Knicks came. That's here. why I say you need that Tyler. I mean, you're not going to make every 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 last second it's shot. But it's it, it's it, it is concerning. All right, last thing. My, hey, hey, wait. You wait, gotta, wait. Make sure. You got to mention the uh, <laughs> sweep at Mark Light this weekend. Oh, we, we, we swept at 451, up. scored 33 runs in a doubleheader, and okay. hit 10 home runs. Kings baseball. Okay. Beat a Big ranked opponent. Yeah. I mean, they mashed the ball. I mean, they ma- I mean that, Second that was Second ACC just... win on against a ranked ACC opponent in a row. Oh. They just need to win these. Now, they've got a tough one this week. They're playing FAU, who beat them earlier in the year in the midweek. Yeah, but FAU. Yeah. By the way, we, we didn't say anything about FAU advancing in the Sweet 16 oh, or Fairleigh oh, Dickinson. So, well, we, well, we actually did, but we, did. we, said we that. didn't congratulate the, them because of the so, dunk. You know, so Kane's baseball, the Owls. They need to work on the pitching, but boy, can they hit we the gotta go. We got to go out to the game. It's right there, down the street. I've been to two games this year. I, well, I have not. People, I, that's why, how would we know? You don't invite your friends here. Have you ever been to, a, to the, to the I light? I have. Oh, okay. season gonna, tickets. That's awesome. Dolphins are doing excellent. All right, so that's my the last thing. I, I wanted to draw this out to the last thing, just like Aaron Rodgers drew everything Ugh, out. Don't say it? that. We're, we're, but, but I want NFL free agency 
How is Father Andrew feeling about his New York Giants? Well, I like the linebacker we got from from Indianapolis. Daniel Jones. The, the Daniel Jones uh, Saquon situation probably shook out as best as possible if you wanted to keep both guys, which is that you got to deal with Daniel Jones and you got to franchise Saquon because Saquon, I love Saquon, but you know, look at Ezekiel Elliott. You know, running backs fall off the cliff. Ezekiel had a cut. And Sa- yes. Sa- Saquon's like like a year or two off. He's of yeah, but do, do you think they just fra- he's going to be franchised and going to pay him that and then just yeah cut cut ties after this year? Or they could franchise him again. I think they but, could. But they, they did guess that. What? Washington that with that. Kirk Cousins. See what the team does this year. Yeah, that that's Darren a tough Waller, division. That Darren Waller trade I thought was excellent because they just they flipped the third pick they got for Kadarius Tony. Uh, from the Chiefs into Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. So Kadarius Tony, who didn't want to Darren play in Waller. New York, into Darren Waller. Sounds like Ash, a, how do the Raiders trade that great tight end? I didn't get that to the Giants. For one third-round pick. For a third-round pick. There's been some really funky uh, things going on. How did we get Jalen Ramsey for, like, Mike, uh, order? I forgot who it was. For Devontae Parker's pick. That. Yeah. And then Mike is, oh, I'm still upset about Mike Kosicki. But the thing the is, my, you, we knew this was ah. going to happen, man. He's a great re- pass but he can't block. Okay, but there's something weird going on between the Dolphins, the, the Jets, and the Patriots. The Jets tied our punchers. We're we just the trading Patriots within. Puncher. They have to know there's 32 teams in the league. Like, there's just trades going on between the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Patriots. It's too much. Back in the day, you could say it was all Mike Westhoff. But yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. So. But I'm excited <laughs> about the Dolphins. Coach. I say this every year. I think, but we've been undefeated uh, in the po- in the off season since 1995. We do such great moves. It's when we get to the when the lights come on and the games are kicked off. That's that's when it comes on. Uh, but we have to talk about <laughs> <laughs> darkness retreats and Aaron Rodgers. Ugh. I mean, who who does who who you know who who. Are who you do you guys? You're like, hoo, hoo. Yeah, because you got, I'm I'm tributing after you. But who does this guy? It started off as as stuttering, but then I turned it into like I think you're an FAU chat. Who does this guy think he is? God's gift to Earth is what he thinks he is. You know, it's like it's like the Seinfeld of I'm Keith Hernandez. Uh, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Okay, great. I mean, if you were doing this after your two MVP seasons, perfect. But last year you stunk it up. He he didn't elevate his team because he usually did because he, as he usually does he didn't go to OTAs shows up as dressed like Nick Cage and Con Air <laughs> you know to, to 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 the first training camp day. Well, you're gonna see him twice this year when we play. We the don't Jets. know yet. It's gonna happen. Here it is. We're on Monday, March twentieth, and the Packers are no rush to trade him. Why? Because well, they have nothing to lose. It's the Jets. Remember the Jets. They're the same. Don't same fans. Same people as the Mets. These people don't win, so don't worry. They they find <laughs> Just like epic the Mets ways last year. to mess it up. I mean, you should hear the you should hear the Mets fans. You know, you have the, plenty the of them in your chat. Yeah. So don't you know the Jets? The Jets are. I mean, they're fun to watch. We we would play the sound clip of that Mets fan having a meltdown after the injury, but it's not suitable for this podcast. The Jets. The Jets will find a way. But here's the thing: it's March twentieth. He made that. An, mess it I mean, up. We a uh, Monday was reported. On Wednesday is when he made that long, drawn-out, I was 90% retired when I went to the dark retreat, but I came out, <laughs> and I'm now more convinced and had that fire. Great. Congratulations. But I want to play for the Jets. Okay. After 25, what's it, 20? You saw it, Ash. I didn't see it. Yeah, no Father way. was like, are you watching these, these shows? Yeah. I said, Father, he's not going to do anything here. Why does he want to play for the Jets? I mean, they have a good they have good defense. Mm-hmm. Sauce Gardner. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's we'll all see. sauce there. You know, but you're also jumping into the New York Crucible. I mean, oh, that you this think won't play. In Green Bay? But here's the thing, Coach Ramos, are, are you know here and I and other Packer fans, I know they are done with him. They wanted him gone, and yeah. not that they have total trust in Jordan Love, but they wanted him gone. But they loved him for a while. I mean, who wouldn't love Aaron? I wanted him down here for a while. I mean, just to get I us would, through a few. Now seasons. they're not going to love you now, Ashley. And Ashley, if the Dolphins who don't have first round picks, if they if we had the capital. Would you take Aaron Rodgers to lead this team next year? No, I'll tell you who I'd want down here. You're not going to like it. Lamar Jackson. Uh, he has the same injury history as two and he probably would be worse. Excellent with no, Tyreek and Waddle. He, it would be, he would be so he's, good he, at that he, offense. Tua played after. Sorry. He played. Tua played after, after, during, after December 1st. Lamar Jackson did not. Okay. But Tua's got career, I mean, career threatening stuff. You no, know, I, I agree. We're putting all our baskets into a quarterback that we don't know if he's going to be there, but when he's on, 
He is on. Led the t- led the league in pass rating. Led the league in all metrics of quarterbacks. That's what we want. And he is so in sync with Cheetah and with and with Waddle. And now Braxton Berrios, come on home. Oh, we can talk yes. about that. Throw up the yield. Uh, no, Father Andrew just put a big old smile. Mm-hmm. He's in a good we mood like this Braxton. morning. He if is. we would have lost last night, if Indiana would have beaten yeah, us last night. Stayed far By the way, we cannot far. go without mentioning the Lady Canes, who played oh, Indiana yes. today, beat higher seeded Oklahoma State. Came down, like came them. back from 17 down. Cavender Twins and, and I Katie love them. Meyer. They're so good on social media. And they They're back it up with their play. All right, so uh, Aaron Rodgers, it's still not done. It's gonna happen. I know it's it gonna out. happen, but it's like, but my contention is, the more he spoke in the Pat McAfee show, the more the Jets, the more the Packers, are like, yeah, keep talking. Our price just keeps going up. <laughs> it, it does because it's like the Jet, the Packers are in no hurry to trade him. Yeah, and yeah. and what what what's the worst case scenario for the Packers? Oh, Aaron Rodgers has to start for us next year. That's not a bad not worst bad. case scenario. That's- they had that social media thing, which was Aaron Rodgers is simultaneously the quarterback of the Packers, the GM of the Jets, and the owner of the Bears. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> That's very, very good. Uh, so thank you for coming in, my friends. Uh, it's been a great podcast episode. want to do a special shout-out for uh, Action Express Racing, who won the 20, 12 hours for, of Sebring for Cadillac. Over the weekend, that's for you, Carly. Denny Hamlin won Atlanta. There you go. And I, I did not see who won. Miami who, Open. The Miami Open starts today. Today, yeah. The, the yes, wild cards. Today or was it today? And we're three weeks from the Masters. So I am, yeah, the Valspar, I, I didn't see who won the Valspar. And it's spring break I know in Miami, speed. so stay out of Miami. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so Inter Miami lost her second and, game in a row. And, and Red Bull, Sergio Perez got a win at Saudi Arabia over the weekend. There, oh, for, for Formula One. Took out. Well, he went ahead of well, well, boy, boy, Carly, I, I just two. started this, and they went on a roll with their phones, him, no. you know, talking about you know motorsports. Carly's going to be like, Alonso whoa. On the, on the podium, too. So there you go. Car for Father watches the F1 uh, the F one series on, on Netflix. <laughs> I and, like seeing Mercedes back, fourth, fifth. Little Mario Kart cars going around. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm Italian, and I'm like, yeah. So, uh, Ashley, sure. really quick, because we talk about this almost every week. Have you seen the movie about the bear? Yeah. No, okay. it's there's so much. Going it's on, it's on digital. We're gonna have to watch it one day. As, and, I told Father Manny yesterday the only reason I might ever watch that movie is it's the last movie of Ray Liotta. No, it I want to see Liotta. it. I've just been so. So, busy. anyways, folks, thanks for joining us today. Jorge, drive back safely from Orlando, uh, and we wish everyone a happy Saint Joseph Day. Remember to dream big when it comes to the spiritual life. And we will see you tomorrow on tomorrow's daily meditations on Monday morning homeless. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.